the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross and Mark Mahady. George has got the day off to celebrate his birthday today, so wish him well. Happy birthday, George. Yeah. Morning, Happy guys. birthday, George. Morning, Sorry, I didn't say. How is everyone? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, back from a quick trip to Las Vegas earlier this week to do a bunch of buying at the Las Vegas World Market, which is just an absolutely insane place the three massive buildings between nine and 16 floors each and every floor is about the size of has about the same footprint that the old sears store at utc had okay okay and every floor is completely packed with merchandise it's yeah it's one i've never been to it's it's mind-boggling how much Stuff, stuff they have there it, it, it's just absolutely incredible. it was a productive show i take it. yeah we got we Mel, well uh, melanie went up to, she was the one that does she does a lot of the, the like Gift. giftware buying right. at the nursery so she went up and play and placed some orders and um yeah it was a successful show so it was it was cold but really it wasn't as cold as it was last year when we were up there last year it was in the 30s it was, was the wind it was blowing? freezing one day the wind got up to one day the wind was blowing it was got up to about um, forty knots. Wow! So yeah, when the wind's blowing and it's cold, it, I have never been colder in my life. Yeah, um, they did. They announced that the uh, they they are going to remove the volcano from the Mirage. It's Uh-oh. going away because that's where because Hard Rock bought the Mirage. You, did you hear that? No, I did not know that. Yeah, okay. Hard Rock bought the Mirage. Um, they're going to take out the volcano. And that, that I was, we walked by it um, this trip, and that's a big amount of space that that takes up on the yeah. strip there, just for the just for that little feature. Correct. But they're going to take that out, and they're going to build one of those big guitar shaped hotel oh, okay. towers there, okay. in place of it. So, anyway, the this the strip is Not starting to eat itself it. once again. Exactly. So, anyway, and it, it's an interesting town. Oh. Uh, let's see, we've got classes today. In San Diego at 9 o'clock, it's going to be uh, Everything's Coming Up Roses, and that's going to be with Olivia. And then in Poway at 9.30, we've got a special class, and it's going to be Native Plants, um, Karen Culture, with Renee from Musa Creek Nursery, who is our major uh, yeah, native plant supplier. Correct. And the amount of native plants that they grow is... Mind-boggling. Yeah. It really is. You go to their website, and you look at the the stuff that's that they list that they grow it i don't even know where they came up with all of that stuff correct because there's just so much of it um but anyway that that should be a that should be a, a really good class and you know it, it it is because of moosa creek that i have i have a better appreciation for native plants than respect. i than yes. i than i not an before. appreciation but a better appreciation a better you're, appreciation. you're, you're, you're moving slowly yeah. it's, but it's a it's true it's a it it really is. There's they they grow some beautiful stuff. They really grow some neat stuff. Uh, so those are the classes this weekend. Next weekend, the fifth in San Diego, it's going to be early spring color, and in Poway, another special class in Poway. It's going to be uh, 
plants of the Proteaceae family, and John Clements from the San Diego Botanical Garden is going to be teaching that class. So that should be an interesting one as well. And there again, proteas are another one that I right. have come to appreciate more Correct. over time. Except for banksias. They don't, I like the flowers on them, but the yeah. plants just don't look like much. Well, True. they're grown for the flowers. So if you like right. the flowers, I would submit to you that the plant has succeeded in bringing you on board. No, no. The one I have, it looks what, terrible. What did you get? Do I got you know? a, I, it's some, it's a Banksy. I don't know which one, but it's just like this long, thin stalk. It hasn't branched at all. Uh, and in the pot right next to it is a pin cushion that's just growing like crazy. Well, and I don't do anything to it. I would submit to you, Mr. Anderson, you should take it out of its pot and put it in the ground so that it can develop into it can fully develop and full it, fulfill its potential. Well, when I say pot, it's a it's a ceramic pot that's about twenty four inches in diameter. Oh, that's a pretty big. Pot. It's a big that's pot. Practically, yeah. all right. Yeah. I, I like my my banksia, and it isn't that exciting. You're right. The plant itself isn't that exciting, but when it blooms, the bloom the, are spectacular. The blooms are spectacular. Okay. Uh, and in Balboa Park today, I'm pretty sure it's today. This today's the twenty ninth. 29th. 29th, yeah, 28th, 29th, 30th is the um, Winter Mini Orchid Show by the San Diego Orchid okay. Society. Uh, always a always a good show. They have a show. They have the show, and they also have plants. They will have plants for sale. Uh, you get to see a lot of stuff in bloom this time of the year that is not in bloom during the regular show, which is in March, if March, I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah, you know, just real quickly, the 28th, George's birthday because he's celebrating. Somewhat today, but my. Oh, I thought I thought today was his birthday. No, it was yesterday. celebrating yesterday. Yeah, no. no, he went rock climbing yesterday yeah. to celebrate. But as old as George is, and I think we can all agree, George is relatively old. He's older than any, He's older than any of any us. Of us. Yeah. My parents celebrated their anniversary yesterday for more. They were they have been married more years than George has been alive. Even as old as George is, if you can believe that. Wow, that's pretty yeah, impressive. Can't imagine. Well, congratulations to them. Sixty-eight exactly. years. Wow, that is amazing. That is amazing. Uh, we've got some updates on some things. Um, David Austin tree roses that we have been waiting for are not coming in. No, we are not going to get any this year. They did not meet their standards, so they decided not to ship them. So, hmm. so which, which really annoyed me at first, but then. They have done a really good job, and the whole reason that David Austin separated, they used to license their roses to the other growers, to Jackson and Perkins and Weeks, and everybody grew them, but they wanted them grown to their own standards. They wanted to be in total control of their name. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I get it. I'm still disappointed because even if yeah. they'd come in undersized, we could have grown them on to where they were right. acceptable, but they didn't want to ship them. So the limited number of David Austin bushes we got, are all we're going to get, and that is unfortunate. We did just finally get our second shipment of Weeks Roses in that was due two, two, two and a half weeks ago. Right. Finally came in yesterday, day before oh, yesterday. Oh, okay. So some of the spaces that are out there are going to be refilled. Well, that'll be good. Uh, bare root fruit trees are selling very quickly. We've already started... Consolidating, they taking taking bins out because um, they're they're just flying out of the store. We do have we do have backstock on a lot of stuff, but I, a lot of that's going to get potted. potted so right, um, but if you're if you're interested in getting some bare root, if you're still interested in getting bare root fruit trees, I would I would come in and get them as soon as as soon as you can. Uh, well, I had somebody call in earlier this week and ask how long they're going to be there. Well, they're going to be there till they. Or, sell out or yeah. it's too late we're gonna have to pot them because they're already blooming and starting, starting to, to grow out, yeah it's been a, a warm winter so far so they're they're leafing out and we probably have a third to a half of the maybe a half of the varieties we started with or what we have left mm-hmm. and that many half of them are gone already and every day more yeah. are selling so it's not going to be long so if you know you want something get it get it yeah. and yeah. if you're not ready to plant it, put it in a container. Yeah. Unless it's a persimmon. 
Well, those are gone. I was going to say anything. You're out of luck. They're already uh, gone. Yeah, they, they they were gone right a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it, I don't know what it is about bare root persimmons, but they they fly out of the store. It's when, true. When they're there. Well, it's twofold. It's it, there's high demand. Everybody wants persimmons, which is good because I think they're a good piece of fruit. But the the supply has been not there as well. So we have increased demand and decreased supply. Yeah, we, we had a bunch. Can, we had a bunch canceled on us. More this year. we we. Received fewer than were canceled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but we have found we have a backup for 2022. So yes, we will we have do. more persimmons this year. Um, they may be a little bit smaller, but they'll be already rooted out, so they won't have the problems with them uh, yeah. dying. People not being able to be successful in getting them growing, um, and we have a lot coming. So that'll be in addition to our regular bear root order but those will be potted if you want to give us a call today uh telephone number is 888-344-1170 i was walking through the citrus section yesterday and dwarf citruses supplies seem to have rebounded to some extent i don't think it's quite as deep as it usually no it is not uh but there there are plants out there the um the one that really shocked me though was standard citrus there's just nothing available I, we've we've got some fifteen gallons and a few five gallons of just a few different things, but other than that, it's 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 pretty barren out there for standard citrus. But I yeah. still am a firm believer that semi dwarf citrus is adequate for most backyard situations. I would say I, so. I totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I unless you have, I, unless you've got a, a yeah. whole ton of space, right? And, exactly, and and want to get up on a ladder, correct. And, all of that. All of that stuff. Yeah. It's, um, my, my semi-dwarf pixie is probably 12 or 15 feet tall, and my semi-dwarf tango is probably 7 or 8 feet tall. Mm-hmm. And you fill out a 6 to 8 foot diameter circle, 6 to 8 feet tall, that's just covered with fruit. There's hundreds and hundreds of mandarins on right. there. There's tons of fruit. Oh, look, you can yeah, get look, at the, look at the, the lime trees in the parking lot at the nursery. I mean, they're loaded with with fruit and they're they're probably about 10 feet tall not only did i look at the lime oh, trees did you take some home i may have i may have taken some home and you know well i don't know what time is it no lime tree copper cup ginger beer and vodka oh, they all mule, blend together right? very nicely yes, to make yeah. a moscow mule yeah. and just so you know if you follow the directions on the recipe it's much better than if you just, you pour just stuff throw in every the glass yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I brought a bunch. I brought a bunch of limes home. I guess it was last weekend, and squeezed about a half gallon of lime juice, and then um, we put it in ice cube trays yep. and freeze it, and then you just dole out what you need and leave yes, the rest. So it, we, we work, yeah, it works yeah. out. Works out very nicely. Yeah, one one ice cube is I enough do that for with Yeah, one ice cube's about yeah, probably about one large beverage work so <laughs> exactly yeah so. for these and other mixology tips <laughs> yeah. stay tuned if you want to give us a call 888-344-1170 is the number um and speaking of citrus we have some new citrus coming in in about two to three weeks yes and, we do and we can talk about that when we get back from this break we're listening to garden talk here on kcbq and kprz we'll be back with more right after this get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170 That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman.
we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Kane Anderson, along with David Ross and Mark Mahady. George has the day off today. <clears throat> uh, we Just before the break, we were talking about some of the new citrus that we're expecting in a couple of weeks, two to three weeks. Most of it will... Most of it will be smaller than what we normally get. Mm-hmm. They'll be in the smaller little liner pots, but varieties that I've never seen available. Uh, we're going to have some sour oranges, the Lee X Nova, which is a mandarin that we only had briefly years and years ago. I don't even remember that yeah, one. Some of the people have been asking for it. It's supposed to be a very, it was a, a hybrid between Lee and Nova. And I've never uh, had anybody ask me for that, but that doesn't matter. You'll you'll like this, Ken. We're going to get a few Rangpur limes. Oh, love a Rangpur lime. Uh, some different oranges, Barnfield, Fairchild, and Fukumoto Naval. Um, there's, there's some interesting things. And we are also, they are doing a few citrus on the True Dwarf Flying Dragon rootstock. Yeah, we haven't had that in quite a while. Yeah. I, yes. I, the only the only people that were growing that I think oh, was Monrovia. Monrovia, yeah. yeah. And they don't they don't do that anymore. No, so there's I don't know, twenty or thirty true dwarf flying dragons, which would be the best for for uh yeah, containers. Containers. Or, yeah. they, and there was just two or three varieties. I think uh, Midnight Valencia oranges and Rio Red Grapefruit are coming in on Flying Dragon. So hmm. those were the only <laughs> things they had in any quantity. They're, they're, yeah. The true dwarf grapefruit just—it's an oxymoron. It just yeah. doesn't seem right. right. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree. I, I don't. I, but we have them, we're, or we're going to. Right. Yeah. Um, and some, yeah. you know, there was the the Shasta Tahoe, and there was one th- other uh, mandarin, extra large seedless mandarin with good rich color in them. That uh, we're going to be getting those as well. And I we haven't seen those for probably ten years. Well, yeah, it's funny. I was, those are on, uh, just semi dwarf fruit stock. Semi dwarf. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, that's yeah. Those are magnificent fruit. I remember yeah. back back in the day, um, our main our main citrus grower yeah. used to grow a lot of stuff that they don't grow anymore. Uh, Robertson navel oranges they used to grow. Uh, Lisbon lemons. Uh, oh, I for, we're get, getting get, Lisbon um, ponderosa lemon. Right. Uh, the and I the I the re- reason why I remember Lisbon lemons is because they have such long spikes on them yeah, that they're they're they're, they're vicious nasty, yeah yes. just a nasty plant to have to deal with. So Mark, you stay away from those trees. I will. Okay. If you want to give us a call, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. We're going to go talk to Kathy in San Diego. Good morning, Kathy. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine, thank you. And you? We're doing well. What can we do for you? Fine. Um, I have uh, a small backyard, and so everything I have is in pots, like big pots. So um, I had uh, two palm trees in pots, and one is just doing beautifully, and the other one has died. And I remember a few weeks ago you all were talking about um, uh, diseased palms, and I didn't have a pencil. I couldn't write down anything, but here's my question. Since my uh, palm tree has died, it's in one of these great big pots. And um, do I need to have the gardener uh, empty uh, empty out all the soil and clean the pot before I plant another palm in it? Is the is the soil diseased? Probably not. Yeah, most likely not. What type of palm is it? Do you know? No, I'm sorry, I don't. I guess. The prudent thing to do would be to replace the soil, but you probably do not need to do so. And I, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's uh, – yeah. And I would try and, and determine what it was that killed it. There's a bug that is killing palms. There's also a disease that kills palms. And in a container, the a common cause of death might be water. a watering issue. Yes. Typically, uh, I would say that would be more likely. But, yeah, even if you could – I mean, if, depending how far it's gone – Take a picture of it and bring it to a nursery and see what they can I think identify. What I, yeah, you know, I bought the I bought the palm tree from uh, Walter Anderson's. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you all probably have a record of it. We may very well. It, yeah. And uh, I'll 
I'll take a picture of the living palm because they are or the same oh, absolutely. kind. That'd be great. We should be able to help probably figure it yeah, out. Yeah, if they're the same if yeah. they're the same palm tree, yeah, we then that, they that, are. that that's not gonna be a problem to figure out what it is. Right. They are. And then um also uh, since I plant everything in pots, is it just a rule of thumb that um, when uh, something dies, I don't have to replace the soil? I would say typically that's typically that's yeah. the case. Yeah. Yes. And, okay. And, and I would look at the at the soil because sometimes soils and containers get depleted over time, so it might just be a good idea to replace the soil so that it is uh, richer soil for the next planting. Not because of a disease issue, but just that they will grow better in a fresh new soil. That just seems to be that, you know, that makes sense, doesn't it? It does, yeah. You know, uh, the other thing is that, you know, as time goes on, it seems like the soil level in my pots gets less and less and less. Should I put just another layer of soil on top, or should should the plant be lifted out of the pot and add new soil to the bottom and then put it back in? Lift and add soil. Do the hard thing, which is exactly. to add soil to the yeah, bottom. Exactly. In a perfect world, yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been so helpful. Excellent. You're most welcome. Thank I, you. Bye-bye. Okay. Have a great weekend. Thanks for the call. Thank you. you thank know, you. The organic matter in, in potting soils and in the ground, as it does its job, it yeah. breaks down. Correct. And so the soils are going to shrink down. And the easy thing is to... Stack more soil over the top, which could kill something by keeping the... Yeah. So while it is much more difficult and sometimes impossible, especially with the vase-type pots that constrict at the top, the the better idea is to put it underneath. Type of tree or something. You get a ficus tree, one of those vase-shaped pots or whatever, and it's tough to get those things. I need to invent a lifting tool so you can lift up the pot It'll hold it upside down, and then you can slowly start putting soil through the drain hole and yeah. fill from the... Yeah, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very <laughs> I'm full of them. Yeah. Yeah, yes, you are. Uh, let's see. We're going to go back to the phones again, and we're actually going to go up to Fallbrook, where Harry is waiting. Good morning, Harry. How are you? Fine. I have... Um, I bought gardenias and camellias last year. I had to plant it. And uh, they're not doing too good, especially the gardenias. And um, I am, I'm assuming it's because the uh, pH is too high. And um, how could I lower the pH through the watering? Is there a way to do that? Well, to lower the pH, you can add some soil sulfur to right. the to to the ground, and that well, that will that will eventually drop the pH down. Well, I, I've done that, and it doesn't seem like the sulfur is uh, melting. Uh, and I think it's because of the pH of the water. If the pH, uh, as you know, uh, s- certain nutrients will uh, become effective in respect to the pH. Mm-hmm. If the pH is too high, I don't think the sulfur is going to help. It just won't uh, dissolve. No, I, and, I think it is, if you have a, a pelletized sulfur, it should be slowly breaking down and helping the soil. And if it is not, it might not be the pH that's the, the problem. And gardenias don't like to take up iron when it is too cold, when the soil is cold. So you get chlorosis on them frequently during the winter if you were trying to feed through the soil. And you might just try bypassing the roots and try a foliar feed with a water soluble and see if that doesn't help. What what are you feeding them with? Well, um, nothing. Um, I, I just had the sulfur down there. It doesn't seem to do too well. I sprayed them with iron, and that doesn't seem to work either. So I don't know what the problem is. And, and the problem's been going on for how long? The whole year? Or uh, just in the for winter? For a year. Okay. I would try feeding them with a regularly with a water soluble fertilizer, and I'd put a handful of uh, something like Grow Power or something that activates the soil around the base and water that in as well. I wouldn't assume that it is just a pH problem. While it, it can be, food and water are usually more commonly the issue that causes the discolorations in them. And if you are using a water soluble 
uh, a minimum of twice a month is what is recommended for any kind of effect. And I wouldn't just do iron. I would do a, an all-purpose fertilizer that has trace minerals in it. Uh, the Dynagros or something like that. Dynagros that has or, or the grow power liquid. Acid. Grow power liquid, mere acid would work. Any of those. But you got to, I would say you would probably have to do it about, probably about every two weeks. Yes. Somewhere around there. You'd have to, you'd have to do it much more frequently. Okay. So what, uh, what fertilizer do you recommend? Uh, Dynagro or mere acid would probably be the, the two with the most trace minerals in it that would be helpful. And then you can spray each of those, either of those on the foliage as well as soaking the soil. And some might go in through the roots, but other will go in through the through the foliage. That's the word, and uh, and help without by bypassing the roots if indeed the soil is the problem. Okay, I'll give it a try. All right, thanks for the call, Harry. Have a great weekend. Well, thank you. Okay. okay you know, as as we move further into the longer days, as as the soil warms up, there'll be more. Yeah. As microbial activity in the soil and things will start to happen more. Yeah, the soil, will, Doug, the totally sulfur will break yeah. down, things like that. Yeah, uh, you know, it, I know pH can be a can be a big factor in in plant sure. health and growth, but it's rare that pH is that is, far the, is the problem um, right. with most stuff from from what from my experience at least in in the business. It's it's a it's a rare occasion where the where yeah it's that. it's a rare occasion where the where the pH is the main culprit but yeah if it's if it gets too far out of whack it it can yeah it can shuts it can screw shuts down. everything shuts down. Shuts everything, shuts everything down. down yeah yeah uh, if you'd like to give us call eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number uh, Fran stay on the line we are going to talk to you as soon as we come back from this quick break you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Let it rain, let it rain, let your love rain down on me. Let it rain, let it rain, let it rain. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross and Mark Mahady. George has a well-deserved day off. Uh, We're going to go up to Vista right now. We're going to talk to Fran. Good morning, Fran. How are you? Good morning, guys. Um, I have a question about last week's show. Um, And I was at uh, at the store, the Poway store, last weekend hoping to get one of you to clarify the remedy um but i couldn't find any of yours and george walked in really fast went to the back never saw him again so i thought i'd call today and it was concerning rats in the vegetable garden and i don't know who was talking but the recommendation was to put the rat traps out the one and i looked at them it's the one that you can disengage it to get the rats used to the um the trap um, and then later on set it, and that was your suggestion. But do you leave it in the open like that, whereas some other animals might, I mean, smaller animals, grant you, but other animals might get caught in the rat trap? Well, when I put them out, and I know when George does as well, we put them out at night, and then you got to pick them up in the morning because if they haven't been sprung, then birds and things will get into them. But okay. I have uh, never caught 
anything overnight in a rat trap other than a rodent. Uh, oh. I have I have gotten a squirrel in a black hole trap before, but I think we were talking about the tomcat. Yeah. Yes, and the we tomcat. Were, and we right. were arguing about the spelling of the tomcat. Correct. That is exactly <laughs> true. Yeah. Well, one of um, I asked one of the, uh, the uh, uh, one of your employees, and uh, she had suggested to put a box and put the the trap inside the box. But if it's if, if that's and I did catch a a squirrel in one of those black holes also, and it was the biggest. Uh, well, a squirrel is a rat in all <laughs> intents. It's the same thing, but it was the biggest one I've ever seen. And oh. Gosh, I had to remove it. No, that was awful. But I'll go ahead and try that because not only do they go after the vegetables, they go after my um, hoses out there. And so I, I put the uh, the sprinkler on, and I think it's one, but actually it's shooting off water because they 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 bite into the whole thing. They just go right down to the to where it. And I guess they want the water from it, but. So I, I'm going to have to do that, too, and put them around my hoses. Wow. But uh, I'll try that and uh, see what happens, and I'll give you feedback if I catch anything. <laughs> we would love to hear. Yeah, and, we would love yes, to hear. Perfect. And if you ever come to the nursery, you don't have to catch us. You can ask at the service counter and have us paged, and we'll we'll get to you. Um, oh, okay. Well, yeah, but if you weren't there, it's because you were with somebody helping somebody else. And, I, you know, my question was just a curiosity and uh, but this way, if I call in, then somebody else is going to learn the solution, too, and maybe had the same question I did. So Well done. Very yeah. good, yes. Okay, thank you so much, and enjoy another day in paradise, because it looks like it's going to be another beautiful day. Yes, it <laughs> does. Correct. Have a great weekend, Fran. Bye. Goodbye now. Bye. The song coming back from the break was Let It Rain, and I don't think we have any of that in our near, I in our heard, near future. Yeah. I have not heard of anything. I saw something about some flurries in the mountains, maybe as something rapidly passes by, but I don't think we're expecting anything. I've Still also a good had, song, though. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I've had some very good success in the last two weeks with my Ratinator. Oh, and, yeah? And nothing... It's a live catch, so you don't yeah. have to worry about anything else getting in there because you can let anything else out if something else gets in. But I've gotten eight eight rats in the last... Wow. around Around the chicken coop. Oh, in yeah. the last uh, two weeks, and I don't see them in, anymore. So I may be making a dent in the population. Very good. Some headway? Yes. Excellent. Uh, if you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. We would love to talk to you. Uh, oh, we one of uh, when we were up in Las Vegas, um, one of the things that we, that we do every time we go there is at the Bellagio Hotel, right on the one that has the – giant fountains out in front which are spectacular in their own right but inside the inside the lobby of the hotel uh they have a huge conservatory right in the right. in the middle of the hotel and every time we go up there we check always make a point to go check out the conservatory because they just go over the top with the displays of stuff that they put in there and this was we went last year too and we went this year again and it was all decked out for lunar new year okay and it was it it is spectacular. It is absolutely spectacular what they do, between the cut flowers and the specimen trees and plants that they bring in, um, hundreds and hundreds of bromeliads all in full bloom. I mean, it is it is just amazing what what they do every year, and they and they and they change it they change it seasonally throughout the year. So when you go if you're up there if you're up there over the holiday the, the Christmas holidays, then it's going to be. Checked out for, yeah. for Christmas, uh, but the pictures you showed were amazing. I'm going to have to try to get those posted to um, get those posted onto Facebook so um, people can see what we're talking about. Uh, but it's a uh, it, it it's just it's an absolutely seeing, amazing. Yeah. It, it's and the and and the best part about it it's is it's free. Yeah, I mean you don't you other don't, than the thousands of dollars you might lose gambling. But. Well, kidding. Other than that, <laughs> yeah. but it's like a giant rose parade float right. that right. you can. Walk, walk through and and, walk through, and move yeah. through. It's really amazing what they have done up there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what they continue to do. Correct. Yeah, and then they they there was a sign there, and they were talking about tangerines, and it said through the through the play of words, the Chinese are 
the Chinese are associating the gift of tangerine and orange as the abundance of happiness and prosperity. The fruit's bright orange color also symbolizes gold. Um, this is an auspicious symbol of good luck and wealth, an important factor for Chinese Lunar New Year celebration. Shouldn't it be mandarin and orange well, instead of tangerine? Technically, yeah. I guess. But yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. I had not, I had not heard that before. Well, I had a customer yesterday at the nursery. We were looking at citrus, and she said when any of her friends get a new home, she always brings them a citrus tree to plant out front because they bring you good luck. And mm-hmm. she said she has a new home, and she didn't think to put one in her own yard, but now she was looking for one for her because she wanted to put one out front of her house to bring good luck to her own home. Interesting. Nice. I thought yeah, nice. so. So I must have, I must have tremendous luck. I, I have would, so yeah, much orange and gold lining my driveway right now. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. I wonder if it'll be spendable when the dollar collapses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, let's see. Fortunately, yes. Um, wandering around through the oh, street. We we've got to well, talk go about the uh, orchid show. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Thank you very much. Um, while we were on the air, she uh, we uh, caller called us up. Um, didn't want to go on there, but she wanted us to let everybody know that the Orchid Show that was scheduled for this weekend has been canceled um, due to COVID-related issues. So my apologies the one, the for... The one in Balboa Park. The one in Balboa yeah. Park. Yeah, the one on the Casa del Prado. The, 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 mini, one, we, the, the one you've been mission. hyping. The one that I have been hyping yeah. for the past just, few just weeks. Just for a month, not uh, a long it's time. All good. Yeah, it's all so, good. So anyway, unfortunately, the... Um, that show has it, been yeah. that show has been canceled. So if you were planning on doing that this weekend, I would make other plans. Yes, so still a nice day to go to the go to the park. Correct. Don't get me wrong, but the show's not going to be plenty of beauty in Balboa Park. That is yes, case. there is. Yes, there is. Uh, I was wandering around, wandering around through the store yesterday, looking at different stuff. We've got a nice selection of bananas in right now. Yes, we do. Fruiting bananas. which I, I wouldn't normally bring them in, but... Yeah, this time of year is kind of weird to have... you, you got to get them when you can get them, well, because they are available. Be available. Yeah. yeah. So, and, you know, for, if you if you like bananas, they're they're pretty easy to grow. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't... It doesn't take much, and the one I think most are the ones that we have. Are they? I didn't look to see which ones they were. Are they dwarf? Right? They There's dwarf, both. There's both. But a, a dwarf banana is still six to ten feet. Yeah, at least. They yeah, still get yeah, fairly large. Yes. Yeah. Um, I should they, plant a big banana under my neighbor's uh, papaya tree. If the papaya can be there, I can have bananas. I would good, think so. Good point. Good point. I think I just yeah. I have a space there. You have to give that a try. Yes. The the only. I wouldn't even call it a problem, but the the one thing that you do need to you need need to deal with with bananas is that the once the once the trunk grows and flowers, that trunk is going to die. Correct. So then you have a big eight eight inch diameter trunk waterlogged yeah. trunk that you have to deal with dispose of. Yeah. Do you know uh, what I thought you were going to say? What you know, David, you're going to have to water it. Oh well, yeah, you, that that oh, you're going to yeah. have to because I probably there, yeah. I wouldn't water it enough, so I shouldn't put one in there. So. Well, that well, could that could be they 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 do they do like water, especially um, out where you're at. I yeah, mean. they do like water and they don't like frost. Um, Correct. But once you get if you have if you have the place to grow it, you get it in the ground and get it going, and they grow like crazy, and they just keep producing, even though they're terminal flowering in that one trunk the the trunk that flowers is going is, will well, eventually die back. Correct. They'll get that one pups, trunk will yeah. send up. Three or four more plants. Exactly. So pretty soon you have a pretty good stand of them, and they produce a they'll produce a good number of bananas. They sure will. Uh, on their own, they're they're not going to be the they're not going to be the big Ecuadorian do, Ecuadorian or, or, yeah. or the Dole banana that you see Dole or Chiquita banana. Chiquita, that you, can we go Chiquita, please? That you see in the grocery stores, but they're good bananas. Well, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Cavendish dwarf is a is a really good one. Right. Uh, the fruit's a little bit smaller, but really rich in flavor. Uh, truth. Really nice, yeah. yeah. Very, it's a very nice addition, very nice addition to uh, to your yard, especially if you have a, a tropical landscape. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I did see that we got a bunch of avocados in, actually pretty nice ones too. Um, same same thing. Right now we have to get what we can we get when what we, we can because otherwise we're not going to have any. Unfortunately, we're having a very nice mild winter. Yeah, and get them as it was really nice and warm and clear this morning. Warm. I, well, it was, it was relatively warm. Was there was no no frost. It was 
It was 48 at my house. When That's I, when relatively I warm. Well, it's not freezing. Yeah, I and agree. That is, true. that is true. That is for sure. Yeah. Uh, you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. back with more garden talk here on kcbq and kprz and ken anderson along with david ross and mark mahady george has the day off uh we were talking about avocados just before we went on just before we went on the break and the one and the three that i saw that had come in were actually all really good ones holiday surprise uh which has been a pretty popular one i've i've never tried that one i have not either but it's Supposed to be very productive, hold on the tree a little bit longer than a Haas, be similar to Haas, but it is a bee type. So it would help for cross-pollination with... With an A type. With an A type. Yes. Uh, and we had some Pinkertons out there, too, which has been... Pinkerton's been around for a long time. Yeah, And there's a few gems that we got. Are there some Yeah, just there? a few okay. left, and they are not expected to be back in stock until August if you want a gem avocado. Now is the time to now do is it. the time to get it. That is uh, correct. Holidays, I, I I think holidays, a really good one. I, my dad's got one at his place, and the size of the fruit that that thing produces is, it they're enormous, and it doesn't Bowl, bowling and it, balls. And it's not a, it's not a huge tree either. No, it's, it's a as far as avocados are concerned, it's a little bit on the smaller side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind it, of a narrow, weepy tree. Yeah. Um, some other stuff to take a look at. That's in stock right now. We had some beautiful 15 gallon passion vines that came in, which I don't know if they're, I don't know if those are Fredericks or just edgeless. I did not look to see. Yeah. They look the, the plants look the same, but they look, Correct. they look really nice. Um, and this is the time of year that hardened Bergia is in bloom, and we've got beautiful five gallon hardened Bergias just in, in full color right now. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of uh, things, flowering vines that, uh, that are in color in the wintertime. No, yeah, so. no, there's not. Well, hard, hardened bergias, yeah. Well, exactly. That, that's that's your harbinger of spring, you know. Yes. Um, but you know the the banks roses should be starting to bloom fairly soon. True. And the uh, pink jasmine. Oh yeah. Should be should March. be yeah. You're right. Should be starting to bloom as well. And you know, pink jasmine that that is an unbelievable plant. The the amount of flowers that it produces yeah. and the fragrance, fragrance that it has. The only downside is that. It'll don't last, it, I mean, they the don't last all that. All the flowers last, don't last right. that long, and yeah, they only bloom once a year. Right. Yeah. But it's but the, even the foliage itself is a it's a it's yeah. a nice looking yeah. kind of a semi tropical looking. But it's looking plant, kind of a benign foliage, so you could mix it in with another plant, Agreed. another yeah. vine, and get the blooms now, and then have something else take have the something stage the rest of the year. Yeah. Right. Um, the other thing that we had in stock, which I don't. I guess we had them in sleeves, uh, in the bare root sleeves this year, um, but the um, all-in-one almonds. Okay. We've got we've got really nice all-in-one almonds in five-gallon containers um, that are really nice plants, um, and they should produce a they should produce a fair amount of a 
a fair amount of almonds once you get them established. Yeah. The other thing that's really nice about them Self, is yeah. that they're self-fertile. Right. It used to be we had to, you had to do you had to plant two almonds. It, one yeah. of them was non-perioline. I can't remember what the other one was. Um, but those were the bare root almonds that we used yeah. to carry. But all, all in one, all in one's a great plant, and it, they, I don't think they get that big either, do they? They, they don't. Big. But I'm yeah. now that you brought up non-perioline, I'm trying to think of what the other one was. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. I, it's been so long since we've had them. I can't. It's very sad. It's I can't yeah. think. I can't think of it. Um, but oh, and we did get some. We did get some blueberries from Monrovia, so we've got a okay, fairly good supply. Three gallons the, two yeah, gallons the two gallons. Yeah. Um, um, another note on blueberries: the Monrovia had a problem with a major portion of their crop, so blueberries are going to be are going to be tough, short tough this year. Also. Yeah, we're going to wow. get a spring shot in. I think he said March, but the 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 crop is going to be much thinner than it was in the past. Oh, so. Okay. Again, you want blueberries? <laughs> Get on the list. And you know, yeah. and you know what? Blueberries are one of those blueberries are one of those plants that they produce so much that in one season, if you really like blueberries, yeah. it'll pretty much pay for itself. Right. I mean, they the amount that they produce is is just just amazing. I mean, yeah. they're, it, and they're they're very easy to grow. You can grow them in a and you can grow them in containers quite easily as yeah, well. Yeah, that's ex- that's what we suggest. Typically. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they 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 if you can if you can grow a if you can grow a camellia you can grow a blueberry. Correct. Very similar. Very similar soil requirements. Um, they like an they like an acid soil. They they grow in full sun, but they'll they'll do okay in uh, filtered sunlight too, which is where I have mine. Right. Um, but yeah, and it's not a bad looking plant either. Correct. I mean, it's a, it's pretty decent. But I was looking at the varieties of almonds, the cultivars, and I was it Mission. No. Nope. I don't recognize any of these other ones. Nay plus. Nay, that's, Nay plus. That's what it was, yeah. Nay plus. And right. it's not here. Where did so. you pull that one from? I don't know. It just bubbled up to the surface. And back to, yeah. Deep in the recesses of Kenneth's yeah. mind. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Nay plus and non-perial were the, were the two that you had to, the well two done. That you had to plant. Yeah. Um, what else do I have on the list? Well, I think... We should remind people again about the orchid show. The orchid show, has, or the lack thereof. Yeah, the, unfortunately, the the winter orchid show in Balboa Park has been canceled this weekend. So, uh, like we said, make make a, come come into the nursery. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the blueberries that you saw from from Monrovia this week in the back were in five gallon, and they were gorgeous. And we do have some two gallons out there as well. And and Corey was telling me he was hoping that they would have a one-gallon crop later in the year, but the two gallons that we have been our mainstay are the ones that are going to be in the shorter supply. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Did he say what happened, the crop failure? Yeah, he, well, he said that they had a production problem with the with the liners or whatever they brought in. Something happened. I, no. I don't know the specifics of that. I, I'm guessing we should blame it on COVID in the supply chain. Oh, that, of course. That's a good fallback. Yeah. yeah. But everybody else is doing I had a brief meeting, uh, well, a, a an advisory council. We had people from different industries and horticulture on a Zoom meeting on Tuesday, and everybody was that was involved, some were educators and some were retailers and other people in business, and they were all having similar problems with getting supplies. Right. You know, we were having problems getting the five-gallon pots for the roses mm-hmm. and Soil all these different and, little things that, yeah. that we take for granted, trucking and slowing, just slowing things down has made a dramatic, had a dramatic effect, negative effect and impact across everything. Yeah, yeah. it really did. It really, and you know, when back in, back in 2020, I remember when things got really busy, our, like our soil supplier, yeah. they could not, they could not keep up with demand. There, not at there all. Were yeah. regular shortages and then uh, bags came became in short supply correct. so they had all the product but they didn't stuff, have anything yeah. to put it in i mean it's just bottles bags and then, everything yeah you know, and then cocoa mulch just completely yeah. disappeared is uh, it okay if i'm okay with that what is it okay if i'm okay with that i don't care I mean, that we can't get cocoa mulch and so for those like of you it, who but... really liked cocoa mulch i apologize for my cavalier attitude you and, can still get it online at amazon 
but you're going to pay about fifty bucks a bag. Yeah. And we can get it. We can get it for fifty bucks a bag from I think Doctor Earth. If you want fifty dollar a bag cocoa mulch, you let us know. That'll be prepaid and non refundable. But we can get it for you. I think. Um, do we have a? I guess we're getting towards the end. The the classes real quick. Oh, this week in roses. San Diego yeah, roses. is Roses with Olivia yeah. and, and Musa Creek. Uh, Musa Creek. Renee from Musa Creek is going to be talking about native plants in Poway. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We'll be back with another hour right here. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.